yesterday, Shakti <coughs> explained when one gets the support of Vidya effort, then <coughs> one's meditation practice will be protected continuously by Sati and Sambhajanya, mindfulness and clear comprehension. As much one has the support of Vidya, there will be protection of Sati and Sambhajanya, mindfulness and clear comprehension, and the meditation practice will not deteriorate, but it will improve in every aspect. And Saraji explained from both theoretical and practical aspects. Yogis will understand it through their practice, what Saraji had explained. For yogis who practice respectfully, meticulously, continuously, they find out that their practice improves even within a few days. So the teachings, the what Yaraji had taught, are from the references, and they are from Atagata and Dika, commentary and sub-commentaries. The commentator and sub-commentator, they combine the teachings of the Buddha, they combine uh, the important gist from what the Buddha taught and composed commentaries and sub-commentaries. So these commentaries and sub-commentaries are in accordance with the teachings of the Buddha. The commentator and sub-commentator, they are not writing from their uh, theoretical experience only, but these commentators and sub-commentators have practiced meditation to the satisfactory level. They have practiced meditation according to the teachings of the Buddha so that they have faith and confidence. They come to acceptance, confirmation, and decision that the teachings are right from their own experience of practice. So in order to make others understand the teachings of the Buddha, the commentators and sub-commentators explain the teachings of the Buddha. So the commentaries and sub-commentaries are in accordance with the teachings of the Buddha and they are written by the commentator and sub-commentators who have practiced accordingly to the teaching of the Buddha. So there is a saying, Karagasahi Gata Visesato Adepetata Sadini. That means that when a person not only has theoretical practice, but also the practical knowledge, 
if a person has both theoretical knowledge as well as the practical knowledge, his or her teachings will give the required benefits in an outstanding way. So these teachings, they are not just theoretical, they are not just from theoretical knowledge, but they are also from practical knowledge. Karaka is the person who practices themselves according to the theory so that they themselves have gained the benefit stage by stage. So for the ones who have practiced themselves, for the ones who have practiced meditation themselves, they have attained the benefits themselves. So what they taught will also bring required benefits outstandingly. So it is guaranteed that one can gain these benefits. So such kind of person who themselves have practiced and had gained the benefits themselves, they are called karaka. And katha, katha means teachings, the instructions, the instructions and the guidance. What they had known from their experience of practice and what they are guiding with compassion so that others can refrain from things that should be refrained from. Others can practice what should be practiced. So the kind of knowledge that such kind of people had attained are not ordinary. Ordinary people have ordinary knowledge and they also believe in wrong things that it is a being, person, or a living soul instead of the Nama Rupa. Once the person had attained knowledge into Nama Rupa, his or her knowledge will be outstanding than the ordinary people. And as the person practices further, one understands cause and effect, and that relevant cause is giving rise to relevant effect. Ordinary people think that it is the Mahabrahma creating the whole world, animate and inanimate things. By discerning cause and effect, by discerning that relevant cause is giving rise to relevant effect, the person's knowledge is outstanding than the ordinary people's knowledge and one will be on the correct path and as one continues to practice one understands the characteristics of impermanent suffering and non-self and one gains benefit more and more outstandingly Adepetata means the necessary benefits.
By practicing Satipatthana meditation, one gains the virtue of the Dhamma and one attains the required benefits and his or her practice will be of good quality. Ordinary people have laziness and defilements. Practicing with effort, effort does not accept defilements from arising. So viriya does not accept the defilements from arising. Having sati, mindfulness, mindfulness protects the mind so that the defilements cannot enter the mind. Samadhi, concentration, keeps the mind calm, collected, and unified so that the mind does not go elsewhere. Having vitaka, aiming and directing the noting mind onto the object, there will not be mitta vitaka, wrongful thoughts will not arise. Discerning correctly, there will be samadhiti, right view. Having samadhiti, right view, discerning correctly, then one will not have wrongful knowledge. When the light arises, darkness is dispelled. In the same way, when knowledge arises, the darkness of delusion, ignorance will be dispelled. When the person practices sila, morality, one refrains oneself from wrongdoings. One is abandoning, refraining from transgressions and keeping the five precepts. One is refraining from transgressions. And during the practice, one has the jadana volition to refrain from things, even if one comes across uh, circumstances for transgressions, but one has the volition to refrain from these transgressions, so that the person's morality, sila, is called jadana sila, having the volition to refrain from transgression. So the three factors of jedana sila are also involved. During the practice, noting the object with viriya, sati, and samadhi, effort, effort, mindfulness, and concentration, the noting mind falls on the object and one comes to discern the true nature. So in Bali, it is called Sikha. One should practice the trainings of Sila, Samadhi, and Banya, morality, concentration, and wisdom. By practicing the Sikha, the three trainings, Sila, Samadhi, and Banya, one is said to have the Buddha's teaching within oneself, and it will be personal sasana. So one has to practice so that one will have the teachings of the Buddha within 
oneself. Having the teachings of the Buddha within oneself by the practice of sila, samadhi, and panya, morality, concentration, and wisdom, one is removing transgressive defilements, obsessive defilement, and latent and dormant form of defilements, so that one's bodily behavior, verbal behavior, and mental behavior will not be unruly, but one's behavior by body, speech, and mind will be pure, clean, gentle, blameless, and one gains these benefits. So by practicing sila, samadhi, panya in this very life, as one has attained the first path and fruition knowledge, one becomes a stream enderer, sotapanna, and a sotapanna is totally free from the defilements that lead to lower existences. And there will be a data sadini. One is accomplished in the developing, one is accomplished in the necessary uh, benefits. If one practices according to the teachings, one can gain that level of practice. Attaining that level of practice, one truly understands through his or her experience of practice that the teaching of the Buddha are many, very beneficial, and one understands through his or experience how beneficial the Buddha's teaching are, and one also understands the qualities and the virtues of the Buddha's teachings. The true human culture means refraining from the transgression by the practice of sila, morality, so that one's physical behavior and verbal behavior will be pure, clean, and cultured. So one has to practice sila so that one does not commit transgressions by body and speech. Practicing morality, refraining from transgression by body and speech, the person is endowed with the basic Buddhist culture. As a human being, it is very important to be a true human. And as a true human, one should refrain from things such as killing, stealing, and so on. Refraining from killing, stealing, and so on, one will be a true human, and one will have the basic Buddhist culture. In order not to transgress in the mind, in order not to commit the transgression in the mind, one should cure and suppress the defilements 
by the practice of Viriya Sati and Samadhi, effort, mindfulness, and concentration. Practicing Viriya Sati and Samadhi, effort, mindfulness, and concentration, the defilements will be cured and suppressed, and thus one will be free from obsessive defilements that can arise in the mind, and one will become more gentle and cultured, and one will become more high standard. In order not to have defilements, in order to remove the defilements, to the point of no return, one should practice in order to attain Panya, wisdom. One should develop Vipassana Panya, insight, knowledge, in order to weaken the latent dormant defilements. And by attaining Maga Panya, path knowledge, one can uproot latent dormant defilements. Having latent dormant defilements can lead to transgression. And if one has uprooted the latent dormant defilements, one will become even more gentle, cultured, and tamed. Buddha himself has tamed himself. Buddha himself has become cultured. And Buddha taught beings in order to make the beings cultured. Danto so bhagava dhamma deseti, meaning after Buddha had become tamed and cultured, Buddha taught the dhamma to the beings so that beings can also be tamed and cultured. Danta means tamed and cultured. By uprooting all the defilements without any remaining of these defilements, one becomes totally tamed and cultured. Gilesa defilements arise due to the seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching. By practicing sila, samadhi, and banya, morality, concentration, and wisdom, one can remove gross, medium, and refined form of defilements, and one will be removing. One will be removing these gross, medium, and refined defilements. Buddha had totally eradicated all the defilements without any remaining defilements. Buddha was totally tamed and cultured away from all the defilements based on seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching. As the Buddha is totally become tame and cultured, Buddha also taught the beings the way of practice, the way 
the method of practice in order to become tame and cultured to all the beings. And Buddha taught with Sabha Jnana, omniscient knowledge, combined with Mahakaruna, great compassion. Buddha taught in order to tame other beings. Without personal practice, one cannot give guidance. In order to give guidance to others, one should be karaka. One should have practiced himself so that one can also teach others the way to become tamed and cultured. As the Buddha had practiced himself, Buddha was totally tamed and cultured away from all the defilements and thus Buddha could lead the way to the beings so that beings can also become tame and cultured. And Buddha could taught in a very brave way the method how to practice to become tamed and cultured. In the virtues of the Buddha, there is the virtue Vijjajrana Sampana. Buddha was endowed with both knowledge and moral conduct. Vijja is the knowledge, understanding distinctly what is beneficial, what is not beneficial. Understanding what is beneficial, Buddha wanted beings to perform things that are beneficial. Understanding what is not beneficial, what is harmful, Buddha wanted beings to refrain from the harmful. Buddha did not want the beings to suffer due to the due to the due to doing harmful things. So Buddha had compassion, great compassion. Buddha was endowed with knowledge that Buddha could guide beings and Buddha was also endowed with great compassion guiding the beings. Jarana Sampana is the moral conduct, being endowed with the moral conduct as Buddha has practiced completely. Having Vijja knowledge, Buddha understood very well what was beneficial and what was harmful to the beings. Buddha guided the beings to refrain from harmful things with great compassion. And Buddha guided the beings to perform beneficial things so that it will bring benefits to the beings. Only if one is endowed with both knowledge and compassion, one can guide others. If one is endowed with knowledge but no compassion, one will not be able to guide others. 
Having compassion alone, but if one does not have knowledge, one will not know what is beneficial and what is harmful, and thus one will not be able to guide others. One should be endowed with both knowledge and compassion in order to guide others. Buddha had tamed himself. Buddha had made himself tamed and cultured, and Buddha guided the beings so that beings can perform things that are beneficial and beings can refrain from things that are harmful. Buddha guided the beings. Buddha gave the precise, accurate instruction so that beings can perform wholesome deeds that are beneficial. And Buddha also set discipline so that beings can refrain from harmful things, so that the beings' bodily, uh, body, speech, and mind will be proper. It is called Dhamma Vinaya. Dhamma is the guidance, accurate guidance and instruction in order to bring benefit. And Vinaya is the discipline in order to keep the beings proper. It is not suppressing or oppressing the beings. But Buddha taught with great compassion the Dhamma and Vinaya instruction and guidance and the discipline. Some of the people, they may be criticizing that this center is strict, but Saraji says one, uh, one has to be strict so that yogis can practice on the correct path. The teachings are given by the Buddha, who is called Karaka, as Buddha had practiced completely, fully, by himself. And here, the teachings of the Buddha are given here. So in order that the beings can practice straight on the Dhamma path, one also needs discipline. There should also be discipline in order to enable beings to practice on the correct path of the Dhamma. So there should be Dhamma Vinaya. One should practice the Dhamma and the Vinaya. The one should practice according to the teachings and instruction in order to gain benefit and one should also practice the discipline in order to keep oneself proper. So it said that Karaka Seva, only the persons who have practiced themselves could guide others. So one cannot guide others just by theoretical knowledge. A person who has practiced Lokiya Jhana mundane kind of absorption. The person cannot guide others with the knowledge associating with the Logia Jhana. 
but one should practice satipatthana meditation. One should practice satipatthana meditation in order to develop sila, samadhi, and panya, morality, concentration, and wisdom to a satisfactory level, to a complete level, in order to guide others. Buddha was danta, as Buddha was fully tamed and cultured, and thus Buddha could guide the beings. Buddha could give accurate guidance and instructions to the beings. One should be aware that there are teachers who are trying to teach others from their ordinary knowledge or from hearsay. And in the past also there have been teachers who are teaching the beings in order to bring benefits for them in the way they think is right. So these teachers also, they teach beings to gain merit by sacrificing, uh, killing animals in order to sacrifice, and they are teaching them in order to bring benefit for beings and also their followers think that it is right to practice such ways. In order to teach others, one should clearly understand what is beneficial and what is harmful. So what these teachers are teaching are wrong and what they are saying as harmful can in fact be things that are beneficial, knowing things are beneficial to the wise. So it shows that because they have not practiced, they do not understand clearly what is beneficial and what is harmful and they cannot guide others on the right path. So it is very important that in order to teach others, one should have practiced completely so that one understood clearly what is beneficial and what is harmful, and one can lead others to refrain from harmful things so that beings do not meet harm and danger. And one can guide others what is beneficial so that beings can gain benefit. If one does not have knowledge, and with ordinary kind of knowledge, one cannot be a savior, one cannot save others. And many years ago, Saraji was teaching in Hawaii, and there was one leader from that place, and Saraji and that person was discussing among them. And Saraji asked him a question, what is more important in order to save others or freeing oneself first? 
Some of the people think that it is selfish to free oneself first, and they think that saving others is more important. But the leader that Saraji was discussing, he replied that both are important. It is important to save others as well as free oneself. But Saraji gave an example. If two people are sunk in mud to the nose level, and if one of them say to the other, I will save you, will it be possible? And he replied, of course not. And he said that among the two persons who are sunk in mud, one should free oneself first. Only after freeing oneself first from the mud, can he save the other? So this uh, leader, he said that one should save other first so that one can, uh, sorry, one should free oneself from the mud so that one can save the other. When Saraji was in the U.S. in 1984, there were many people criticizing that freeing oneself, practicing in order to free oneself is selfish and they say that it is important to be saving others. So in the practice, one should save oneself first so that one will have the quality of saving others. Moto mojaya meaning only if one is totally free from the deformance can one save others, can one lead the way in order to be free from defilements. They know Dariya only when one has crossed to reach the shore, then one can help others to reach the shore. So, but nowadays there are many different teachers. Some of them, they say they practice Logia Jana, mundane practice, and they are trying to save others. So, Saraji explained that even during the Buddha's time, there were the persons who had already attained the Logia Jana, mundane absorption. So even these people who had already attained mundane absorption, they did not know how to save themselves. So they came to the Buddha to ask that there are many currents flowing and they asked the question, how one should stop the defilement currents that are flowing continuously, how one should stop these defilement currents, and how one can cut these defilement currents. And it is very interesting how the Buddha answered their question. And Saraji will continue to explain tomorrow. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu.